a good test test do you like tagging as well no only testing just testing no tagging okay i'm a tag guy what kind of tags you know when you do a tag along with a test i i've i've never once done that before what's a tag (laughs) well you know that movie tag um yeah yeah hannibal burris yeah, yeah. John Ham, Jeremy Renner, Jake uh, Johnson. They're friends that won't stop tagging. Ed Helms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember now the concept that they like they they play one perpetual game of tag forever. Is that is that the thing? Yes. Yeah, now I remember. I don't know if I've ever watched it, but I am familiar with the concept <laughs> of tag. What is that? They, you know, like they, they go, they, they go to the person and then they say, "Hey, tag," and then tag, tag, you're it. Yeah, and then they like, "Oh no, I've been tagged. What will become of me? How will this affect my social standing in society? I will be an outcast." And then, and then they panic and they're like, "I'm going to pass this." I'm gonna pass the shame on to, to someone I'm dead. else, and that's the game of tag. My series gone crazy. We mention a raunchy, <laughs> raunchy Hollywood comedy. He thinks we're talking about Ted. Oh, yeah, Ted. I, I love, I love movies. <laughs> movies. This is I love movies with Raul Marusapali. I'm I'm so well versed in pop culture. I spend I I watched at least three, maybe even four movies. Oh wow, that's perfect for this podcast because I only talk about the same three or four movies. Oh, fingers crossed that the same three or four movies I've seen. Uh, Boogie Nights. I I I think I could. I think I've watched it spiritually. Uh, I I know oh. what the concept of a boogie and a night is, and I think that's just enough to put that movie together in my mind. It's about the. About the um the rise and the downfall of nineteen seventies pornography. Oh yeah, you got that from Boogie Nights, right? Well, I was thinking more of like a summer a summer um sleepover kind of movie. You know, you got the gals over. It's like oh, it's Boogie Night. Like who's who's Samantha gonna be? I don't know. Going to the prom with? It's kind of like a sleepover. Yeah, if they filmed those sleepovers. Yeah, so which which is what movies are filming, filming things. So I, I think I would say I was pretty spot on. Yeah, you're cr- absolutely correct. Are you related to Rahu Marusa Adam Pally? Um, he he's my third cousin. Ah, there we go. Uh, we we we, are, we have a family group chat. It's just it's just people named Rao. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it's it gets quite confusing because we don't have nicknames or anything. 
and we all have the same profile picture. So I just know like mm. one amorphous being called Rao. I'm very sorry. It gets quite confusing, but it it, it builds a it builds a whole story around it. Part of my shtick on this show is getting people's names wrong. Yeah. Uh, I ain't walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there'll be, yeah. Oh, too many people. I, I have whole bits about it. It's great. Good bits about it. It's the whole starting part of my show is just me talking about my name. It's like Phil Wang, how he says his name for the first five minutes of the show, just repeating his name over and over again. I mean, it's a ridiculous name when you think about it. Phil Wang. Phil. 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 Phil what? Well, what's, what's he, he feeling? What is he feeling? He's feeling time. Mm. It's it's quite poetic when you think about it, really. It's like a triple entendre. Yes. Wait, is, is a triple entendre like a double entendre, just one step further? I know. It's beautiful, isn't it? You know, the, you think entendres can't get more entendre, but then you go triple entendre. Triple, like triple M. But, but I would say triple... Do tri- tradies listen to this? I would say Triple M is is a triple entendre, I guess. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Free they, they have Double M, I think. They have Double M, which is a double entendre, so that's like the true classic. I don't okay. listen to the radio. I it feel it seems like Double M's a thing, I think. I mean, you're a millennial. Well, you're a Gen Z. I don't know what I am. I, I think I'll, I'll say millennial. Just whichever one makes me seem cooler, but also young. Uh, I think it's... A Zuma currently, Gen Z. But uh, I don't like the sound of Zuma. It, it just doesn't have the same feel as Millennial. Right. Well, you can always change it. I mean, Millennial... I was born in 1999, so I think that does, should mean I am a Millennial. But uh, but people would disagree. 1999? Yeah. I think you're a Gen Z. No, 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 no. But uh, I... Nah. But I think I'm on the... I, I can be in either. I, I dabble in both. Sometimes I'm... Well, Schuster. I'm a little bit... And of a I di- hear you have a limitless supply of gravy, baby. Sorry, my series going crazy. It, it, it happens to all the best of us, really. Uh, but I would say I dabble in a little bit of a Gen Z, sometimes a little bit of millennial. Sometimes. What's after Z? Um, I heard, I heard Alpha. Oh, gross. Yeah. They're just inventing letters now. Oh. I'm already an alpha man. I know. Then they're gonna have Sigma, the generation Sigma. Uh, simp. Mm. You wanna be simps? Yeah, that's that's what they get when you get the generation sigma. Generation simps. They're just the, gonna keep the kids these days. It's not like back in my day. All you were was just a letter. And now you're a Greek alphabet. How is the Greek alphabet? <laughs> I, I love Inspired the, your comedy. I, I love the Greek alphabet. I'm familiar with all of them. Uh, we we stole them all in physics. Um, so I'm, I'm familiar with all the alphas, the betas, the gammas, the deltas, mm-hmm. the epsilons. Mm-hmm. Delta Gudrun. Cap, the kappas. The well, Warwick Kappa. Yeah. Warwick Kappa, of course. Yeah. Renowned, renowned Kappa, renowned Greek alphabet enthusiast, Warren Kappa. Mm, yeah. Um, and then there's some Zetas in there eventually, and then Omega at some point. And those are the main, those are the many main players, the heavy hitters in the Greek alphabet. The rest are, the rest are there. And they're they, just ancillary characters. They, they, they have their role, but they're mostly for our main characters to stand out. 
Yes. A lot of manic pixie dream. Greek letters. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't need they don't need the whole like they don't need a whole story around them. They're there. No, they're there. They're meant to make the alphas and the de- deltas and feel good. Yeah, without the manic pixie Greek letters, we wouldn't have our alphas and omegas. There would just be an- another letter. So, Raul, I'm just looking up Generation Z now. Yeah. Google says it refers to the generation that was born between 1997 and 2012. Uh that's quite unfortunate, but you're a Z man. But then, what's millennial? Is millenn- I thought millennial was like before the millennium, the new two thousands, because that makes sense. That's how you name a generation, right? I guess. I, I guess it means if you're, I don't know. I guess you're too young to remember what the turning of the millennium was like. But I've. I vaguely remember, man. I vaguely remember. How old are you, Russ? I mean, I was born in 93, so... Okay. So you're like a true millennial. I'm a millennial. I remember what it was like when the album Willennium came out. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Now, back in my day, Will Smith didn't slap people. What did he do? He just made beats that slapped. I guess people don't realise he had a whole rapping career before he did comedy. Oh, yeah. And he just... A lot of it was more just to um, pump up the soundtrack for his films. Mm. Yeah, he had a whole television... He had a whole movie career. Imagine being so, like, so much of a control freak. You're like, no, I need to make the music for the film and I need to act in it and I need to have final say on production. Sounds like a toxic personality trait. We should have all seen it. He was probably slapping people off camera too. (laughs) Off camera, (laughs) on camera, metaphorically, literally. Please assume me. It'll be good for my career. (laughs) If you want to slap me. I I know all the comedians are saying it. I love a good slap from Will Smith, you know. Really bump up my ticket sales. (laughs) Just something that you can bring up for like, two minutes maybe during your set exactly. everyone's waiting for you to bring it up like when, 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 when are you going to bring up the slap yeah I'll, I'll chuck it on Instagram it'll go viral it's like oh and then, yeah it'll be the Will Smith comedian and it's like people are like you're the, you're the comedian you're the you're the Will Smith comedian I was like oh yeah I don't know your name but I know you're Will Smith comedian comedian it's like Chris Rock yeah how he had his top five no one rem- no no that's all Chris Rock is now, you know? He's a, he's a Will Smith slap guy. <laughs> yeah. What's your top 5? Top 5 what? Like top 5. Remember that movie Top 5? Yeah. Chris Rock had top 5. Uh, my top 5 is uh, What is your top 5? Go. Apples, carrots, uh whiteboards, cheese. You happy with that? Um, I'm going to swap out apples with headphones. You want to know my top five? Okay. Here's my top five. Okay. Wu-Tang. Okay. uh, uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Uh, RZA. Of course, of course. Old dirty bastard. I I, I should I should have had that. They would have been six. 
I'm up to five, right? I no, it's, that was only two. That was two? <laughs> that was only two. No, wait, hold on. Wu Tang. No, no. Wu Tang no. Clang. You've said Wu Tang Clang three times. No. So it's completely different. There's like Wu Tang and then there's Wu Tang Clan. Nah, they still count as ones. No, no. <laughs> and then there's Riza. Yeah, that's two people. You said Wu Tang. Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, Riza is in Wu Tang, but what about his solo career? What about old Dirty Bastards solo career? Alright, you, you have two more. You have two more then. Okay. No, 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 Wu Tang. Wu Tang Clan. Yep. Riza. Yep. Old Dirty Bastard. Yep, that's four. DMX. Oh yeah, that's it's a good good fifth, good fifth. Yeah, uh, spe specifically DMX in that scene in the movie Top Five when he's singing um Annie. That that's a good choice. I'm uh uh, uh my my top five was quite similar. I I think you're fine. <laughs> okay, Let's do it again. What's your top five? Um. Uh. Sammy J. Oh, you're just looking at your cup. Um, your cup's got Sammy J on it. R Randy. Um, I don't even think Randy's on that cup, is he? No. But like, is that Bill Shorten? Yeah, Sammy J. Bill Shorten. The funniest comedian. The the funniest. My favorite comedian, Bill Shorten. So, okay, because Sammy J. Bill Shorten. Um. Um. Auntie Donna, all, all, and the, and the, well, Auntie Donna would have an office in the podcast studio we're in right now, and that's where you got that from. Yeah, I'm just thinking of things nearby. Um, pot plant. Pot plant. There's a potted plant. Potted plant. <laughs> fake pot plant. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a real one. Really? It looks so fake. Well, they all look fake. Nah. Oh, maybe. You never know. Um, so we're at four, and fifth is... Wait, hold on. <laughs> Sammy J. Yeah. Bill Shorten. Yeah. Pot plant. Pot plant, yeah. That's free. No, no, and then Auntie Donna. Oh, yeah, okay. Auntie Donna's office. Okay, that's four. <laughs> Auntie Donna's office. Not the, not them, their office. That's where it all happens, you know? Auntie Donna's office, and then, um... Bin. Bin in the corner. There we go. That's your top five. That's my top five. Do you like how I riffed on a Chris Rock movie no one remembers? I I think it's great. I think I think it'll become a classic in in years to come. They'll be like, remember remember um Will Smith's lap guy? He was actually a a movie star. What? No way. He was in the movies. I was like, yeah, all of them. There's this. Remember that one movie that people didn't overlook. Um, at the time, but now is a great classic. Oh yes, of course, top five. He's in top five. He's the main guy in top five. Really, I had no idea. Yeah, he's like in every scene. He's actually probably the main character. <laughs> he's like the main guy. Yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld's there, and he's doing things that you would not expect Jerry Seinfeld to do. And then people would be like, "Who's Jerry? Who's that other guy in the background?" They're like, I think he's Jerry Seinfeld. And I was like, "Who's that?" Like, I don't know. I think he drank coffee with people. Yeah, in cars. Yeah, in cars. What are cars? We drive spaceships now. Top five things Jerry Seinfeld is known for. 
um, his beard. He's grown out a beard in his later years. Ah, uh, yeah. You reckon he's gonna get like a Lenderman beard when he retires? Uh, of course. I, yeah. I think we all should. Coffee. Um. Sign. Seinfeld. Yeah. Cars. Yeah. What's okay, four? Um. Comedy. <laughs> yeah. When I think of Jerry Seinfeld's comedy, I think last, dead last. Well, I think and he... Seinfeld third before that because. Everyone else in that show was funnier than him. Well, he just has a strong personality that, like, you look at him and you, you, you're just amazed by his personality. Like, comedy is just like way back there. Oh yeah, he's known for his personality. It's like Will Smith. Will Smith isn't a comedian anymore. He's just a guy who slaps people. Mm. You know the sixth thing that Jerry Seinfeld would be known for is that bit he can't do anymore in colleges uh, about gay French kings. Uh, I'm not familiar. So I'll, I'll have to look it up. He can't home. do his famous gay French king bit. Didn't he also, isn't he also, didn't he also date a 17-year-old as well? Oh, yeah, that's also bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's another thing. That's probably like six and seven things up there. But maybe they should be higher up on the list, people know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. You can, you can take a drink. I think you want to take a drink. I don't know. Do I want to take a drink? You I don't know what I want. You want to take a drink. Okay. He's taking a drink. How did you get your start? I I I I I, I was just a small boy from a small family and and then I I I, I was staring out the window one day and I was like what shall I make of myself? And then I, I looked out the window and, uh, and and my neighbor was watching stand-up comedy. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll go, I'll do that. And then and then I wandered out onto the street. And then there was the a street? The, just the street, just the street. And I wandered for many, 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 many days. And then I arrived at a park and I went to the park and I was at the park. It was comedy at the park. And then the park, no, no, because actually kind of. <laughs> I mean, they do Shakespeare in the park. Why not comedy in the park? In New Zealand, they have comedy in the park. It's it's a wild concept. Um, I was at the park in the park and, and then I saw a comedian and I was like, comedian, good sir, take me under your wing. <laughs> You're I, speaking to him like it was Shakespeare. Yeah. Take good me under, sir. Good sir, take me under your wing. And he was, he was like, sit down, small boys. And then he was like, go to Gorilla on Wednesdays. And then I went to Gorilla on Wednesdays. <laughs> to a gorilla? I went to a gorilla at the zoo and it was like, I'm here. Make me a comedian. I <laughs> taught you everything you know about comedy. And the gorilla didn't know how to speak English, but like I got the gist of what comedy was meant to be just by staring at it deeply yeah. into his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we became. And then I did that for like six years and here we are now. <laughs> just staring at gorillas. See, if only if it was truly that easy. It, it it is pretty easy. You just show up and then keep showing up. Oh, no, I'll give the real answer. Like I was oh, the real answer. That was the real answer. <laughs> it was like partly the real answer. Oh yeah, all the, the stuff park part was in the real answer. Okay. So I just like was in like end of high school. And I was like, oh, maybe I, I was watching a lot of stand up on YouTube, and I was like, maybe I could do this. This this could be kind of fun. And then um. And then I, I don't know, I, I I met them Luke and Lewis people, and then they were like comedians at the time. They still are. Ah. Yeah, and then I was like, hey. They were, but they aren't. I mean, yeah, they, they kind of do their own sort of thing now. <laughs> um, And then 
I was like, hello, I would like to be a comedian. And then he was like, go to Gorilla. And then, yeah, and then that's how it happened. And then we both were comedians, and now we're friends on Facebook. Wow, and that's the trajectory everyone wants. <laughs> yeah, I'm just friends with Facebook now, which is a big achievement, maybe. It's a huge achievement. It's weird that they used to call that Gorilla stand-up. Yeah. No, because it wasn't hiding itself at all. Yeah, I don't know where that name originated from. I think maybe Resistance is the name of the bar. So like a gorilla is a for like a gorilla army is a form of resistance, maybe. Call it kamikaze. They could. They could. Che Guevara comedy. They have a photo of they have a painting no no, do they? No, someone else. It's Bob Marley. They have a the <laughs> Bob Marley comedy. Maybe. I don't know. It's lasted all these years up until like a couple of months ago, really. Yeah. I mean, it lasted a while. Yeah, it's weird to think like all the comedy rooms when I was starting are like mostly not running anymore. I think it's literally just Dirty Secrets is the only comedy night. Dirty Secrets, Catfish, and then um, Carl's Rooms are the only consistent rooms. Well, let me tell you something, kid. No, Dirty yes. Secrets... Used to be called Death Star Canteen. <laughs> That's what it was called when I was starting, kid. Da- Death Star Canteen. There's nothing canteen about it. They should just call it a dungeon comedy or something. Something more eerie. Why is it called Dirty Secrets? I guess people are telling their secrets and they are dirty. Yeah, they're more dirty than secrets. Because mm. secrets are something you keep to yourself. No but- one keeps anything to themselves there. Yeah, if anything, they share too much of Dirty Secrets. Yeah, too much. They should share less of Dirty Secrets. Yeah. So you would have been gigging with people like who are, like, you know, on TV now and shit? Uh, kind of. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Blake Freeman's been on TV. Oh, yeah, but, like, we all know him. Yeah, we all know him, but we I started around the same time he did. Really? Has he been doing it for that long? When did he start? It's been a while. We're living around the same time. And Luca Mal is on Triple J occasionally. <laughs> yeah, look, you wow, wild. Wild to think that, like, and then you kind of see people on TV now, like Frankie, Frankie's on TV, and it's like, oh, fuck, like, Frankie's just like a comedian. And now you're like, oh, they're all, they're, they're like. Well, she's on Fake God You Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which counts, I think. <laughs> Barely counts as TV. Yeah. Mate, I don't know. I watched one episode of it accidentally because... Yeah. That's how it happens. It's an accident. <laughs> I was flicking between channels and then it came on and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a show people talked about. I watched it more as a child than I do now. I watched it when I was way too young and impressionable. They had a good joke last, last episode. Reese Nicholson made a joke about cocaine and it was very exciting. Really? Yeah. You didn't like Frankie McNair's thing about the oh, hand I, stuff in the shed? I didn't I didn't see that part. I just saw the later part of the episode and Frankie wasn't in the episode at when, that when, point. When Frankie says something about hand stuff in a shed. But this is a 7.30 show. You can't be going around talking about hand stuff in a shed. I was definitely not watching. I was watching it. At, maybe, do they do reruns at later in the night? I don't know how TV works. Possibly. Was. I, def- I, I def- accidentally caught the cheap seats once at like midnight because they're just <laughs> playing it again. Yeah, I think they do that with the project. Maybe. I I was at the gym and I think I saw that them playing the project on at midnight. Yeah, 
Yeah. So maybe they do that. Is it your goal as a comedian to eventually get a TV show where you can comment <laughs> on clips? I look up to Sam Taunton and I'm like, I would like to achieve what you have just to be a suit comedian, sit next to Wally Dali, my hero, my the big the shining star of <laughs> of the entertainment industry. Oh yeah. I would like to be like Sam Taunton and think I can charge a grand for people to get a cameo from me. Is he charging a grand for He's that? charging a grand. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's, it must be like he doesn't want to do it, so he wants to price people out. Uh, uh, surely, surely just send him a DM and ask, please, please, can, I, can you send me a video of you doing some random shit? Uh, I'm sure he would comply. Maybe. Anyway, if anyone, to the people listening to this, don't buy Sam Dillon's. I mean, you got to be like a Turak mom or something if you want to get a cameo from Sammy T. I guess so. He's on the project now, so he's a heavy hitter. He's a heavy hitter. <laughs> That's but nice. Aaron Gox is charging $15. See? He's uh, a working class hero. That's That's why Aaron Gox, I'm not saying anything, but. He's a working class hero. He he's a Aaron Gox, working class hero, Sam Taunton, suit comedian. He's a suit. He's a suit and he's comedian. never worn a suit in his life. Except he's like on the, the suit project. comedian who doesn't want to wear a suit, but still deep down is the energy of a suit comedian. Yeah, this is not going to get back to him, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I would say this to not what I say it to his face. I I went to a taping of the project. My friends wanted to go. Um, they they recently were from New Zealand. I was like, come. Come, let's watch the project. It'll be fun to see how TV is made. And I was like, I hate the project so much. I, d- I despise that show. But yeah, sure, I'll come. I don't have much else on. It's free. They had loads of snacks. They have really cool snacks. So you should, you guys should go to the taping. They put you in like a room. Mm. And then they have like a warm-up comedian. He doesn't actually tell any jokes. He just tries to warm- hype you up. And then I stopped. A lot, all- of, lot of yelling, right? Yeah, like, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, clap. Yeah, pretty much that. And then I stuffed my pockets with all the snacks. I'll be like, this will be good for tomorrow. And then we go in. And then they, at the break, they're like, who wants to who wants to announce the ads? And then I'm like, this is going to be my big break. So I'm like, me, me, me. And then Sam Torton looks at me and he was like, I know you. You're, you're a performer. We can't have you on. And I was like, mm, I guess someone's not getting booked at Theory Comedy. <laughs> So, Slammed. So Sam Ta- Taunton's on the blacklist. <laughs> this won't get back to him. <laughs> this won't get back to him. This won't get back. I'm on the blacklist too, buddy. Of yeah. fairy comedy. Yeah. I think. I'll- I'm worried. I'm worried I am after the kick. <laughs> oh, there's there's a long list of people on that blacklist and you're not one of them, so. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. I know. I know. The guy made a joke about this is the fifth venue. You know. Oh yeah, it. and then I. I, I mean, it's like, oh, it's a joke. Ah, oh, is it? But is it a joke? Does he I mean fully, it? I fully panicked. I was like, what the fuck have we done? Are we fucked? And then he was like, oh, by the way, I was fully joking in case you weren't aware. And I was like, okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> Even so, after that, I'm like, but it was he joking? No, because I heard that, and I'm like, Will Will is a chill guy. Okay, like he seemed he was pretty into it. I I don't think yeah. Nah, nah, they're they're pretty chill guys. I was thinking this. I don't see myself as an edge lord or like my stuff being edgy, but also it is. I don't know. I don't think about it. I don't know. I 
I, I don't think I am either, but then I accidentally like just casually talk about death and existential crisis and people are like, this is real dark. And it's like, oh, fuck, I forgot normal people aren't into this. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I forgot the general population doesn't have the humor of a comedian. <laughs> so now I just try to be normal. <laughs> That's impossible for me. It's why I don the pink balaclava. Yeah, I just try to whittle down my art so it, so it's just as appealing to the broad populace. I just want like some drunk dude one day to go up to me and be like, "You're the funniest con I've ever seen." I want I want to bring them into the fold, you know, just like any random dude and just be like, "You're the guy. You're the guy from the TV who says the things." And I'm like, "Yes, that's me. That I'm the guy from the TV who says the things." Yeah. And I think that's just the peak of comedy, just being the guy from the TV who, who says comments like, on clips. Yeah, just like just like a suit comedian. I want to evolve to become the suit comedian. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like, you know, whittle down all my personality, all my all my interesting thoughts about the world and society. I, all that shit, no one gives a fuck about. You know, no. Everyone wants like five seconds of entertainment. You know, a little bit of dopamine rush. No, no, no. No one wants to actually think. They just want to be told what to think. <laughs> I can tell people what to think. They just don't like it. That's why we have the project for. Yeah. This is what you should think. Here's a clip. And now now here's Rupert Murdoch's ideology. Here's Rupert Murdoch's ideology. Do the opposite. Yeah. Who is like, all right, guys, I'm not telling you to vote for liberal or labor, but here's 10 points for why you should vote liberal. Here's five points for why you should vote labor. <laughs> <laughs> That's like an actual thing that they did. And I was like, we're not biased. And I was like, are you? Oh. I mean, we know who butters our bread. Mm. We do, we do, we do. I, I love I love Lachlan Murdoch, my, my new overlord. Uh, it feels weird having a medial overlord named Lachlan. I, uh, I lost my temper on stage. I was at uh, a comedy club trying to uh, do my act and I got heckled and I... I, I took it badly and went into a, a rage and uh, uh, said some pretty uh, nasty things to some Afro-Americans. Afro-Americans. Trash talk. And, uh, trash talk. Stop laughing. It's not fun. This is, this is a guy who's been since cancelled. <laughs> What's his name? Larry Dean? Larry, no, fuck, not him. Larry, it's, it's Larry Dean, not Michael Larry. Richards. Michael Richards. I, I thought it was Larry David. No, Larry David is like uncancelable. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, good times, good so, times. So, is it your goal to eventually be brought on to Letterman via satellite? Oh yeah, that would be great. And I apologize for something no one's aware of just yet. Yeah, I just want I, I want to just constantly constantly be apologizing apologizing for shit. I just want people to know that I'm down for any apologies, any any opinions. I have whatever opinions you want me to have. I will say whatever I'm supposed to say. I'll be a good little corporate lapdog. You'll go on comedians and in cars getting coffee. Yeah, I'll do. Take I'll a, do all of that shit. Take a selfie with a black family to prove <laughs> you're not racist. Isn't that something he actually did? I, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go to hospitals, cut the ribbons. You know, go up to the Make a Wish children. <laughs> Be like, you two can do this one day. I don't know. Do it now. Make a wish. 
Make out like, your wish. I'm gonna I'm gonna charge three thousand dollars for a cameo. <laughs> I I just want the people to know I'm approachable. I, I want them to know that I can get on their level for a price. <laughs> exactly. And that's why comedians are like sex workers. <laughs> exactly. We'll make you happy for money. I'll do whatever you want for money. Uh, not even a lot of money. I'll pretend to be interested in you. Exactly. It's a, it's, it's pretty similar to most of my relationships. <laughs> you, like, ha- you, you a sugar baby? I, I, I would be. <laughs> if anyone's interested, I, I'll, I'll try really hard to convince myself I'm <laughs> interested in you for money. Um, economic crisis is hard. I'm avoiding driving. My car desperately needs to be serviced. I'm scared it will blow up one day. I get the emergency alarm that it's like engine is too hot. And it's like, I can't, I, daddy can't afford to fix it tonight. <laughs> and someone needs to, yeah. Well, it sounds like daddy needs a sugar daddy. Sure, I do. Or a it's, sugar mama. Either or, really. I'm, yeah. o- I'm open or to, uh, Both could be more interesting so I can pl- complain to daddy about money. <laughs> Oh. And mommy will try and turn you against daddy And then the sugar divorce oh, proceedings that, will go crazy That would be so exciting I, uh, My parents are divorced but like, So I, it would be good to be able to relate to other people Whose parents are divorced I'd be like yeah my sugar mommy broke up with my sugar daddy <laughs> It was a really messy affair It really fucked me up Yeah I can definitely relate to your parents break up <laughs> Yeah it really ruined me as a child like, Well as in like an adult child because, like, they dressed me up as a child. So, like, mentally I was a child still. <laughs> you know, the outside tricks the inside. Exactly. The outside exactly. tricks the inside. Exactly. I was I was a child for mommy and daddy. You were be, actually being heckled or were they just talking and disturbing the act? Uh, that was going on, too. Uh-huh. That was going on, too. Oh, yeah. Is this part of Jerry Seinfeld's top five? Uh, I think... I think it's it's on the fence. Maybe six or seven. Yeah, it's seven. Definitely seven. Then it's a seven. Oh, love a oh, love a bit of Jerry Seinfeld, don't we all? <laughs> you see, if Michael Richards had released that video, but with something that said "comedian takes down heckler," yeah, maybe we would have all been on his side. Exactly. That's what I did. That's how. That's how you got. That's what I did. It's good branding. Just say some clickbaity title. No one will actually watch the video. Just say some race baity shit and then people click on that and be like, yes, you are my hero. I will follow you to the ends of the earth. That's what that's what Michael should have done. Should have. Just, just control the narrative. It's one sided. <laughs> he should control the narrative. Speaking of Lachlan Murdoch and Rupert Murdoch and Succession. And, and Sam Horton. <laughs> yeah. Control the narrative. <laughs> Control the narrative. I mean, Sam Taunton, who did he have to wait to die <laughs> so he can get on the project? Uh, he's, been, he's been in controlling the media school for a while. <laughs> you control the media, you control what they think. I don't get why the fuck these two guys are talking about me, honestly. <laughs> Just working on my Sam Taunton impression. It was like, guys, guys, I'm actually, I'm actually not, I don't know, I don't, I haven't talked to him in a while, uh, like, or, or much really. I had a, I had one drink with him once in Sydney. It was actually pretty chill. <laughs> I had a drink with a Sam in Sydney. Oh, was it, it was one Sam, of the good... It was Sam Campbell. Oh, that's, that's. Name dropper. 
pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah. I will, I I walked past him at the the Republic like party, and he was there, and I awkwardly I awkwardly said something, interrupted the conversation. But it was something about Aaron Chen's girlfriend getting pranked. Um, and that uh, whole relationship is a prank. Yeah. <laughs> Was that it? They're in New York now. There's such a long prank. When I mean, it? What's the big reveal? You know how they say a long five-year engagement? It's a five-year prank. <laughs> well, they engaged for five years. Maybe. I mean, COVID, yeah. COVID fucked us all over. Mm. COVID was the ultimate prank. <laughs> if you like me and don't believe the media. <laughs> I was yeah. I was at this comedy Repub- the the main name drop comedy republic. Yeah, we're just name dropping now. <laughs> What's happened to this show? Yeah, and and then there was <laughs> yeah, there was Sam Campbell, Aaron Chen, Damien Power. <laughs> they were all the, the Trinity, the Holy Trinity of Australian comedy. And I I just casually said something, and then he he said something back to me, and then I walked to a different part of the room. <laughs> Pretty big, pretty big. Uh, so I'm gonna count that as we were having a beer, but from afar. <laughs> That's fair. I've counted that a lot of times during comedy festival. Yeah, I mean, we're in the same room. Yeah, we're, we're all at far we're all different in the corners. Bar. We're all that. We're all having a drink together. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad you didn't heckle one of your shows. Mm. So if any could take him down and get viral <laughs> off it. Comedian heckles comedian. Oh, that'd be beautiful. What if that actually happened? I think maybe we could. I I have so many friends who are like, I'll 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 stage a heckle for you, and I'm like, no, 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 please, yes, do it, do it. Don't tell <laughs> anyone. Don't tell anyone. We all do it. I'll give you a script. Like, I want to show you the video. I want to show you my like heckle videos. They're like, oh, this is like fake, and I was like, no, no, this is real. No, it's real. <laughs> so you're gonna be like, your friends is co-conspirator. Yes. Oh, like fucking Andy Kaufman over here. Yes. And your friend is like Bob Zamuda. Yes. And you're planning on this heckle. Yeah, I'm going to, it'll be the biggest heckle, the heckle that'll stop all heckles. They won't be able to make heckle videos after what I'm going to do. Oh, Oh, it'll be beautiful. It'll be beautiful. I'll win all the awards for this heckle. (laughs) We'll do the rounds. We'll do the rounds to all the festivals. I'll collect every award. They'll invent wars for me. They'll rename the the heckle awards. Yeah. Oh, the, there should be an award for the best heckle. <laughs> <laughs> best heckle takedown, or just the best heckle? Just both. Give, give it to an audience member. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that heckle when you called him a dog cunt. Yeah, you have to wear a sash and everything, <laughs> and have a, like a scepter. Yeah, and you get paraded down in front of all the other comedians. They all applaud, and then just like spit at you. <laughs> But you get the award. You get the award. You get the award. You get to come home. You get to come home from Vietnam, and they <laughs> spit on you. <laughs> oh, be uh, I'm barely in character in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I was like, where does the character begin and where does Ross end? Uh, I don't know when it started. It was there in the beginning, but then it stopped. It's, it's hard to focus without the balaclava. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone knows I'm wearing the balaclava right now. Oh, I mean, he is wearing the balaclava. I, I had it off very <laughs> briefly. I was blinking, and that's why I didn't notice he, yeah, he didn't have it on. Blinker, you miss it. Yeah, trying to work out this bit, man. Yeah, he's he's got the balaclava on. Don't worry. Trying to work out this bit where I'm trying to go viral. 
Yeah, we're just working on. So I, so I get, you know, an audience member to heckle me and another audience member films it on their phone. Yeah, it, it's completely in character. <laughs> yeah, I'm in character now. Completely in character the entire time. And did you... I know, I'm mean, hearing your audience laugh, you know, and it's... it's uh, I'm not even sure that this is uh, where I should be uh, well, addressing so, uh, so, so uh, used, the so situation. To... I've, I've already heard you make some jokes about it, and that's okay, you know, but I'm, I'm I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really busted up over this, and I'm, I'm, I'm very, very sorry uh, to those uh, people in the audience. I've never gotten that far in a video before. It's pretty <laughs> funny. It's beautiful. That's like probably one of my favorite Larry Teen stand-up clips. <laughs> His apology video. Larry. Oh, fuck. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld should have apologized mm. for getting Michael Richards in via satellite, thinking that's a good idea for him to apologize. Yes. Oh, we love we love Michael. We love Jerry. I I, I definitely, yeah. I love a good heck. I love a good apology. We should just have like a stand-up show of just a stand-up show of just someone apologizing the entire time I was to gonna, just different people. I was going to say you should have one show where everyone just heckles the performer, but that performer is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> how how that even work? It's very inside baseball. If you don't remember that, I, I, the controversy. Come heckle Christ. Is, is that a movie? It was a show done by Josh Lagrove years ago. And it had like a big controversy in Adelaide Fringe, the city of churches. Oh. Big protests, apparently. That's funny. This was ages ago. They protested him because he did a show about Jesus. Uh, about heckling Jesus. Oh, yeah. But isn't that part of the Bible? Didn't they heckle him? All the time, they said the meek shall inherit the earth. I mean, he's just making himself meek so he can inherit the earth. If anything, I think it would be it's quite on brand to be heckling Jesus. I mean, it's up to the audience. It was up to the audience what they said to Jesus. Mm. So yeah, I think that, I think that's fine. I think you can heckle Jesus. Heckling Jesus is fine. I mean, I live. I live in. My, the the church owns my house, so I'm allowed to talk as much shit about religion as I want now, which is really exciting. I feel really liberated because I'm paying for it. Mm. So uh, it's, it's quite exciting. All my spicy opinions about religion. No, it's all right. I'm giving them money back. It's okay. If, so, if any, if church wants to cancel me, you can't. I own, I, I own the house. You're not allowed to kick me out for that. <laughs> so, and also... You can expect to see these spicy takes in your show, Fever Dream. Oh, uh, yeah. They put it in the religion and spirituality section. <laughs> and I was like, um, I do uh, briefly mention religion, but I, I guess... So what's the problem? I guess it's fine. <laughs> what's the problem? I, I, I just, I don't know. I didn't, re- I didn't think it was a problem. I think it'll be a good show if you're, if you're interested in religion and spirituality. You bring it up for like... 20 seconds. I'll, I'll bring it up for a little bit. Just at the start, the middle, and the end. This is the end. The end? Yep. Oh, no. We got into the end already. It feels like we've only been talking for five, maybe even ten minutes. Yeah, top five. Top five. Top, <laughs> top five minutes. Top five minutes of this podcast is this entire hour. 
So you gotta plug this show. Oh yeah. Um oh, fuck, I don't I don't know when my show's on. <laughs> Hold on. I'll do your job for you. Hold on. It's at Theory Bar. It's on 7 p.m. Except on Sundays. It's at 6 p.m. Okay. Um it I'm doing it for seven nights. Seven days, seven nights. Yeah. Uh just like Jesus. I, that's one of the numbers. Seven is one of the numbers. No, no, one of the Jesus numbers. It's one of the religious numbers, I think. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. So you're on October 14th to the 22nd. Yes, that sounds about right. And you're uh, on at 7 p.m. and 6 p.m. Sundays. And yeah. It's a 60-minute show. Yeah, it's about 60 minutes. Might might be 55. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling that night. <laughs> Get ready to dive into the Fever Dream, a stand-up mm, comedy show dream. that's as hilarious as it is insightful. This show is not just your regular comedy gig. It's a unique journey through the wild, wonderful, and often downright weird realities of being a millennial. You're a Gen Z. <laughs> we figured that out. Uh, na- navigating life's challenges can sometimes feel like a fever dream. That's exactly the vibe we're going for. Fever dream. With the chaos of the modern world and existential crises faced by millennials, it's easy to feel lost. Throw in a newfound love for techno music and an escalating self-consciousness about future plans and things start to get really interesting. Uh, I'll admit, I got ChatGPT to write that bio. What? Yeah, I forgot. I, I got it to do write that. To write emails for most of the promo people, I, it, it's done most of my admin. Anything that uh, my media release is written by a ChatGPT, I got it to full format it and everything for me. It's if any oh if anyone wants to produce my show and not so I don't have to use ChatGPT, hit me up. <laughs> Final plug. <laughs> so is ChatGPT just doing a bad job producing it? Yeah, yeah. I, I need a prompt. It, can't, it doesn't write itself. I have to tell it to produce my show. <laughs> so it still needs me to push the buttons. It's like doing this podcast, except I have to push all the buttons. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like ChatGPT is just like podcasting, but autom- uh, manual. <laughs> Auto manual. Yes, one of the two. <laughs> one of those things. Well, Raul Marusapali, yes. thank you for coming on the show. This has been a joy and a pleasure. This has been a Joy FM. Joy FM. My favorite my favorite um, radio station. Not like the, the triple entendre. No, M's. not triple M. Yeah, Joy FM. Has Sam Taunton never been on Joy? Nah, maybe. Who knows? He's probably done the rounds. Why are these fuckers still talking about me? <laughs> they should just end the podcast already. We, we'll, we'll end the podcast right now. This is the game, but you're dead at me. Don't stop the door, but my cloud rain.